Welcome back, church, to day 16 of our prayer and fasting podcast. This is Josh Kicker. Today I am joined by Caleb Cox, Pastor Caleb Cox, our youth pastor at our Great Neck campus. How long have you been our youth pastor? I have been serving as a youth pastor for three and a half years now. Okay. Has it been, been awesome? What's, what's been kind of a highlight of working with young people? I think the biggest highlight um, serving as a youth pastor is seeing young people discipled, but one of the coolest things is probably seeing the life transformation each week, like right before your eyes. During a service, in community groups, seeing them continue to take that next step with Jesus is a big highlight for me. That's awesome. And today's verse kind of unpacks a tricky subject, so to speak. Uh, you know, some people wonder what it means. It's from Psalm thirty-four, eleven. says, come my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Mm. So when you hear that as a youth pastor and, and you're talking about the fear of the God and how that relates to young people who are probably coming in with this, like, what, what exactly does that mean? I mean? Let's be honest, probably plenty of adults as well are like, what does this exactly mean to fear God? What's that mean to you? Yeah, for sure. I think I, I thought the same thing when I first heard that as a kid. I was like, oh, it means to be scared. God's big. God's powerful. I should be scared of him. But I think whether we're listening to this podcast as a, as a young person or maybe a parent of a young person, it's important to understand that a fear of God isn't a trembling that results from us being scared, but it's a awe, a wonder, a reverence, complete respect of who Jesus is, what he's done for us, and that he's redeemed us from the inside out. So how do you cultivate that in a young person? How do you help them kind of come to a reality and understanding of that? Is that something you can do? I mean, obviously, it probably first starts with an experience with with God, Mm -hmm. um, but... How do you undertake that as a youth pastor? If somebody comes to you and be like, ah, Caleb, what, I, I'm not scared of God, but you know, they don't really have this awe and reverence for God. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's cool seeing a young person come in for the first time encountering Jesus, and it's so important for us as youth leaders, as youth pastors, to begin to take them on that journey at looking at God's Word, what He says about us, them finding their worth, finding their identity, and kind of just help teaching week after week okay, now we're stepping into this next step in your walk with Jesus. Uh, what does it look like to have, you know, authority in Jesus in your school? What does it look like to have confidence because of what Jesus did for you and really helping unpack that? It takes time. It's a journey. Um, but as you continue to walk a young person through what God's word says about them instead of what the world says, they begin to understand it for themselves. The, um, you know, I think growing up, in a church. I grew up in a, a church background myself. And so, and we always kind of made God this big, bad, you know, up in the sky, authorita- authoritarian type figure uh, and not this personal relationship. And I think what you said there about somebody kind of understanding their identity and, and when they begin to focus in on their identity in Christ, it kind of opens up that aspect of God that, that we have this, um, we kind of have an understanding of this need for divine forgiveness that we we're not yeah. in control. Like we think we're in control and every young person, not every young person I want to generalize, but every, a lot of us have this drive for control. We want to control the scenario. We want to control the circumstances. And these young people face challenges um, that are very real to them and, and are faced with the first time they may not be able to control the circumstances around them. How do you help them reconcile that balance of control versus faith and understanding mm. the awe-inspiring nature of God and that God is this person that is right there with them, yeah. walking them through 
every anxiety challenge they have, mm. every depression challenge they have, every mental challenge they have or physical, emotional uh, toll that, that they have in different circumstances. Yeah. I think about the expression, um, people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care about them. So I think it's even important as youth pastors, as youth leaders, as parents, walking with your young person and letting them know how much you're there for them. And that kind of opens the door to conversation on, okay, well now what does Jesus say about me and how does Jesus feel about me? Um, and even that expression, I think it's something Theodore Roosevelt's accredited of saying, but also John Maxwell quotes it as a being actual a law of leadership. People don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care about them. So then I take a step back and think, who's the greatest leader who ever walked planet Earth? Well, we would say Jesus, and he cared more than anyone else. And with that, even this past couple of weeks, we've been sharing with our youth ministry about the fear of God, and we shared about how you know, I don't live my life and we don't live our life according to God's word just because he told us so. We're obedient in that. But, you know, we look back to, you know, the beginning of time, Adam and Eve, you know, they made the mistake. They created that gap between us and God. But now Jesus came as a solution. So we see Jesus. He came. And I think it's so cool to help a young person understand, oh, no, Jesus loves you so much and cares for you so much. This is what he did for you on the cross. And then from there, getting that realization as a Christian, like, oh, no, God cares so much for me. He gave up everything. Out of that, the product of that comes, oh, he cares for me, so I'm going to actually live my life according to his word. And it, it just becomes a little bit easier. I'm going to align myself with God's word because it's not just something I hear, just some instruction out there. It comes from the creator of the heavens and earth who loves every detail of my life. Absolutely. And so you've been doing that in youth these past couple of weeks, talking about the fear of God? We have been, yes. How has it resonated with uh, the young people in there? Has it kind of sparked something in them, uh, enlightened them about something, any particular aspect, takeaways from this past couple of weeks in youth? Yeah, I think, it, I think it has. You could tell it resonated in the room, but I think one of the coolest thing was even a youth leader came up to me and was talking about the message, and uh, this particular youth leader said, I just love that we can go that direction and go that deep. I've never heard about the grace of God and the truth of God and that hindsight that we could go that deep and know that God loves us, and that's why we can follow after him in that way. That's great. I, you know, I think um, fear is a tricky subject. I think I, I, every time I hear fear, I think of, like, Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights and his dad saying, you got to drive with the fear. Yeah. Um, and so, but it's a touchy subject because it can drive negatively. Mm. It can force people to, to walk away from God in yeah. a sense of, uh, dealing with anxiety and dealing with different challenges. Or when you quote unquote, learn to drive with the fear, it's an understanding of, of, of an awe-inspiring God. Like you said, yeah. our need for divine forgiveness mm. that only he can provide. It's a understanding of our identity in Christ. All of those things kind of package into it. Yeah. And I think it's best unlocked, like you said, showing people that you care and mm -hmm. showing people that you had compassion. Verse after verse in the New Testament, Jesus had compassion on them. Mm. Every uh, Most healings that he talks about, it talks about Jesus had compassion on them and he lifted them out of their circumstances. Anything else you want to add from application on this verse before we ha have you pray for our students and our parents? Yeah, I'd say application one um, you know, even for parents, just me encouraging as a youth pastor, one of the greatest things we can do for our young people is just making sure they're in God's house, yeah. like setting them up for that when to be around leaders that are there for them, that love them, to be around students their age, walking this journey with them. But as well, if you're a young person listening, I, I would say a great application for you is just to begin, take this next year to read your Bible 
and pray. We're doing it during the 21 days of prayer and fasting, but make it a challenge for yourself to keep that healthy habit because it's how God speaks to you. And the greatest thing you can do for yourself is exactly that. So you can continue to grow and encounter him. And uh, I just thought it was cool. Could I share like a little story of a young man in our youth ministry? We have this young man in our youth ministry who just walked through several tragedies this year. And with any tragedy, sorrow is unavoidable. He experienced tremendous sorrow, but this young man has a, you can tell he has a fear of God and that it's just a reflection of the time he spends with Jesus. Because towards the end of this year, um, my wife Sabrina and I, we got like, it felt like back to back to back troubling news in our personal life. And one of the first people that texted me was this young man. And he let me know, he said, Caleb, leaders and pastor this year always encourage me to trust in Jesus. And then he texts me and says, Pastor Caleb, I have to ask you, how are you doing? How are you trusting Jesus? And I thought it was so funny, but so awesome and powerful because this young man took a second to pastor me. And I was proud to see in that moment, I was able to identify, oh, this young man has a fear of God that was so evident in his life. So I'm excited to see more stories of that this year, and I'm excited for us to pray for it. Absolutely. Um, With that being, I mean, that's a fantastic story. And it's always great when things and messages you've been preaching to people come back to you. Yeah. Because we all have those moments of need. We all have those moments where we need to be reminded about the goodness of God and having faith in God. And Mm. uh, so can you pray for those listening to the podcast, students, adults, parents, uh, all the like, and just help them pray that they cultivate that healthy fear of God? Absolutely. God, we pray right now for even the next generation. I, I, I pray for their impact and their influence that they just won't one day have, but they actually have today in the authority that they have in you. God, I pray that you remind them that they are called, they are chosen, they are handpicked by you. I pray that you give parents, you give um, guardians just wisdom to help lead them and help cultivate what that fear of God looks like for their lives. I pray that they have a zeal for your house, your kingdom, and that they shine your light so brightly in their schools, their families, their neighborhoods, wherever they go. Let them understand that every step that they take, the God of the universe has paved the way. You're behind us, you're beside us, you're a God that goes before us. I pray they gain a healthy fear for you that results in them diving deeper in your grace and truth. Anoint them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being with us, Pastor Caleb, and and thank you personally for your investment in my children and for all the parents that are listening to this. Uh, All our youth pastors, our directors at every location are fully invested into your young people. And as Pastor Josh said yesterday and Caleb reiterated today, get your young people in community. We'd encourage you to make sure your young person is in church. And we will be back with you again tomorrow, focusing still on this next generation with Aaron Gary, one of our great youth leaders, highlighting another aspect of how we can reach and lead the next generation.